Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is Pam Sack with Authors on the Air. Today is kind of an interesting interview day for me. I am sitting at the Day County Jail in an interview room that's totally soundproof with bulletproof glass. I'm here to interview Jake Lassiter, a Miami attorney and former football player, who's been accused of murdering his banker, who was also his paramour. I'm also That's a pretty big word, from... paramour. You don't hear that oh, word, oh, paramour, a lot. Go ahead. Keep talking, lady. Oh, hey, Jake. Nice to see you again, buddy, except I'm sorry you're here. What's going on with you, bud? What happened to you, Jake? Well, My God, I'm you and I have known fifth. each other for a lot. Where My the lawyer, hell is that this... mouthpiece of yours? Yeah, that mouthpiece, that shaster, that hired gun, Paul Levine, told me not to talk to you. That, what How does he like know? That? You and I know. Jake, you and I go back a lot of years here, man. You know I'm on your side, bud. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. I remember you, you used to hang out outside the uh, locker room at the Orange Bowl when there were, still was an Orange Bowl. Not to say that you're old or anything, but I remember you. Yeah, you know, I've always been on your side, buddy. Uh, you know, I'm I'm one of your biggest champions. I I talk about your cases all the time. They're damn, they're practically legendary. Of course, we won't talk about your football career, but but um, Jake, what's going on, buddy? I'll what's say one thing on? about my football me? career. Don Shula <laughs> misjudged me just because I often hit a little late after the whistle. He put me so far down the bench, my feet were in opalaka. Um, as, it, as it turns out, hitting after the whistle is a very good tactic for a trial lawyer. So I, I considered my very few minutes of playing time with the Dolphins as, as being uh, useful once I got through night law school and passed the bar exam on my fourth try. Well, you know, listen, you're you're the underdog who made it. I'm I'm, you know, thrilled for you. I'm trying to support you on this, but hey, you're the one who called me. Tell me what you want people to know about this damn murder charge. I I don't understand how this happened. Well, I I will say this. This is the second time I have been arrested in my in my life. First time was a case of mistaken identity. I didn't know the guy <laughs> hit was a that. cop. Yeah, yeah, I remember I, when you told me about that one. That wasn't too good. But you know, that wasn't too good. good. You but, don't go around. You, yeah, you haven't been smacking crap. too many people around since then. This one, yeah, this is not a good thing. This is not hitting a cop, Jake. So um, where the hell is that mouthpiece of yours? I understand that he's springing you today. Well, the good thing about the line is that, uh, you know, he knows a few of the judges. He had a bond hearing. They're giving me bond, which you don't always get in a murder trial. So I'm putting up a security, my little house on Kumquat Street in the Grove. My granny, Granny Lassiter, is putting up her little uh, little shack in Isla Mirada. And uh, between those two things, I'm going to be walking out of here by the end of the day. And when they put me on trial, in a case called State versus Lassiter, when they put me on trial for the murder of Pamela Balins, a two-faced, double-timing, 
scheming woman who was skimming from my trust accounts when she was supposed to be my banker. Then somebody aces her, and I get the rap for it. I'm going to walk out of the courtroom a free man. Yeah. How do you like that? But That's they, my guarantee. You know, it, it, well, I hear you and all, but you know that I talked to the state attorney's office too before I came over, and you know they got some nasty looking evidence against you, buddy. You well, want to talk what, about that? They all right. Look, let's let's be honest here. The night before, she was strangled <laughs> with my belt, my belt. All right. Yeah. In yeah. my hotel suite at the Fountainbleau, in the Sorrento suite, a two story suite. There were a few people, maybe six or eight, who heard us arguing over dinner at, at uh, the, the Prime Steakhouse on South Beach, where you probably hang out, drinking those uh, $18 martinis. There were a few people who heard us arguing. I, I, I grant you that. And she did say she wouldn't let me pin the rap on her because she accused me of skimming my client's money when it was her who was, she was setting me up. Now, who came in to the hotel suite after I went out to take a walk on the beach? I don't know. I can't. Yeah, but and, Jake, and you, you know, were hammered. You were drunk. You were I was out. drunk. I fell asleep on the beach. I woke up at dawn. So one of those uh, beach cops with his taser gun was waking me up. And um, beach patrol, man. Beach patrol, they're like Boy Scouts. Um, yeah, but you don't even remember what happened, Jake. This is not a good thing. You can't recount uh, your story to tell everyone what happened. You, you're just—I don't understand. How well, the heck my defense, are you going to defend this thing? I'm telling Levine, who uh, I'm paying some money to. I'm telling Levine to use the defense, what we call in the law. Saudi, S-O-D-D-I, S-O-D-D-I, some other dude done it. Done and it. <laughs> he's, he's going to have to come up with some evidence because you're right. I was hammered. I mean, my blood alcohol was through the roof. I fell asleep yeah, on the beach. Yeah, it was double, wasn't it? Double, triple, who was, who's counting? She and I got yeah, a, little, uh, a little hammered, and we were arguing, and people in the next Sweet heard us arguing. That's how loud it was. And now it is true that uh, they also dug out from under her fingernails some tissue from my face where she scratched me, where we had a little spatch, kind of slapped, scratched, like a cat would do, like a vicious, vicious cat. I'm kind of a dog guy myself. And, um, you know, I admit that doesn't look too good. The fact she was strangled with my belt doesn't look too good. The fact we were arguing doesn't look too good. The fact that she had threatened to report me to the state attorney doesn't look good. So, you know, this is the way it is. None of it looks good, buddy. None of it looks good for you. Now, I got a call before I came over here from your buddy, some, some guy who apparently knows you from the football field named Sean Sweeney. He said he wants to know if you need him to post your bail and will he find you will you find him a hot woman or something. I, I don't know that you want me to call Sean back and, and tell him something like that. Seems like you're already in a hot enough water as it is. I don't I know. I don't trust Sean I Sweeney. I, I, I'll bet you, know, you okay. when people offer to help you, here's the story. They're snitches. They're rats. 
they've worked out their own deals with a state attorney because they're in hot water over something. With Sean, I expect racketeering, conspiracy, lots of things. Oh, so, no. He, it's He's a good bad, lesson. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's that bad. He's that bad. Well, so there was the book. How much do you trust this Levine guy, though, this guy who's representing you? He's kind of an unknown entity, isn't he? I haven't heard very much about him. I mean, for all I know, you plucked him out of the phone book. You know, do you know know his bona fides? I mean, does the guy know what he's doing? Uh, Paul Levine's been around a long time. He's not a young man, we'll say that. Maybe he's lost a step. Maybe he's lost a step. But, you know, he he knows the judges. And sometimes that's better than knowing the law. So I, I kind of like that. He's never been indicted. He's, uh, you know, they've investigated him a few times. That's for sure. Yeah, in Miami, that's not too bad. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not too bad. We've had several judges uh, go off to prison, Operation Court Broom, and what yeah. have you. Um, yeah. But Levine has. Uh, it means to me that he's a smart lawyer. He's a smart shyster well, if he's kept himself out but, of jail. But, Jake, when was the last time Levine was in a courtroom? I, I, that well, it, it is. Me. It's been years. It's It's been years. He may be a little rusty, you know. Uh, um, and this is a capital one case, man. This is capital. <laughs> that, that book writer fellow, I don't know if you've ever heard of him or not, John Grisham, was a... Oh, uh, yeah. He was a he was a lawyer in Mississippi before he started writing all of the making up these stories about the law, where the little guys always win and the and the bad guys always lose. I wish that were the truth. Grisham went back to court a few years ago, tried a railroad case, and he, uh, I mean, frankly, wasn't very good anymore. He'd lost his skills. So what you say gives me pause. Yeah, I'd be really careful. You uh, you know. I, I've heard there's a, an attorney, Silvers, who's real good. You may want to oh, talk Marcia to Oh, Marcia Silvers, she's real good. But Marcia yeah, Silvers, she, appellate lawyer, that's who I hire after I get convicted. So I'm, I'm, I'm not looking to hire Marcia Silvers. After Silver. Levine screws up. Well, you know, I might have her on backup if I were you. Now, mm. you know, I don't know. Now, you're not going to participate in your own um, trial in any way. You're not going to, you know what they say, uh, uh, about the guy who represents himself, even though they, I grant your, yeah, they say you don't want to, you don't client. want to be representing, yeah, well, and and how do you like that? You know what that slogan is too that they have over all the the judges benches and all the courtrooms down here. You know yeah, what they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That enough. sign says, yeah. "We who labor here seek only truth." We know what I say. The uh, yeah. truth is being <laughs> obfuscated. It's being obfuscated. It's a word that I happen to have looked up. It's being obfuscated by shady lawyers. It's being overlooked by lazy jurors. It's being misapplied by inept judges. That's kind of what I think of the so-called justice system, even though, as I said before, I passed the bar on my fourth try. I know. Now, what about those uh, other two attorneys? They don't look too far from me in the Grove. Uh, Steve Solomon and Victoria Lord. Are you the least bit in? You know, I'll be glad to call him for you because I, I, I think I, I have a direct connection to him if you want me to call him for you. I'm just nervous about this Paul Levine guy. Well, Solomon and Lord, it's true, make a a terrific duo in court because they're so damn different. Uh, I like yeah. Solomon 
because Solomon's quick on his feet. He's got some nifty, shifty moves. His partner, Victoria Lord, is a little uptight and kind of follows the law maybe a little too closely. But they do make a good combination, except now they're starting to do the horizontal tango, if you catch my drift. And I don't know. I don't know if I could keep their attention. Well, you know, I heard that guy Steve Solomon has some really pretty funky uh, thoughts about the law. Like if the law doesn't work, you make the law work. Something. I don't know. Have you ever heard if of the, Yeah, he, he really says crazy. if the law doesn't work, work the law. And, and I, I, yeah. that appeals to me. I'm, I, I feel now that I think of it, now that I think of it, and it's your idea, Pam Stack, maybe I should fire Levine and hire Solomon yeah. because he's more like me. He's got he that. He really is. He's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah. He doesn't care well, he's if cr- you got to trample smart. the rules. <laughs> well, you don't want him trampled too much and get caught up in it. That's why I think that Victoria Lord, you know, she's one of my favorite people. I like her a lot. I've had a chance to 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 spend some time with her and as a matter of fact on several cases and I really like her a lot. Um so I would say, you know, you ought to think about getting rid of this Levine character. I don't know about him. You know, he's been around for so long, he hasn't been on one illegal case and I can't tell you when. On his own. I mean he's you know, he's has some lawyers in there who can help him out and everything, but I think you're putting all your eggs in one basket. This is a serious thing. And you know, he didn't like the guy has a great reputation with women. Or maybe he does. He's just got a bunch of them flocking around him, too. Are you sure he's not going to be too distracted? Well, you know, sooner or later, uh, his women all leave him under suspicious circumstances. So I don't well, know. I want to tell think... you something. Yeah, I think Solomon and Lord are a good law firm. Might be a good fit for you. I mean, hey, listen, you know, I'm no legal expert. I just have a brother and a couple cousins and so on, sisters-in-law who are all attorneys. Well, I know practically nothing, but you know, I'd just be really careful with Levine. Um, what, what? So, what are you going to do? Are you limited? Are you on an ankle bracelet? Do you have to stay home when you get out? Oh. Going to be Judge Levine bribes today to get me uh, some bond. Uh, and the one thing I will say for Levine, he's a shark. He is, you know, maybe he doesn't know all the law that well. Maybe, uh, maybe he is a little rusty getting his old bones out of that defense chair and approaching the jury. But he is a shark, uh, and he's got teeth, and that's good too. Because a shark without teeth is nothing but a mermaid. Remember that. There, um, there you go. Well, listen, hey, yeah. you know, listen, uh, Jake. Is there anything you want me to tell people about? You know, my visit with you here. Um, anything in closing? Um, when is this transcript for State versus Lassiter available? They tell me that it's available right now on Amazon.com for the ridiculously okay. low price of four ninety nine for an ebook version and eight ninety nine for a paperback. And uh, it is a uh, compelling read. Well, hey, I'm really glad to hear that. Listen, um, I, I, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I might pop in during the trial anytime. Uh, you have any idea when the trial is going to start? And, uh, you know, or 
or, or have you been told? Or are you just going to work the case as best you can? And can you work the case? Are you, I'm going to be Levine right gonna there. Let you work the case? Uh, uh, look, uh, first of all, I'm going to testify because nobody can persuade a jury the way I can persuade a jury. I know every trick in the book. Uh, every once in a while, I will even tell the truth. Um, so and no and what a case. Yeah, it's, whether it's Levine or Solomon and Lord, whoever it is, Marcia Silvers, I don't care. They're not going to muzzle me. You know, most defense lawyers don't let their clients talk because they're afraid the clients are going to screw up on cross-examination. Um, yeah. They're afraid the prosecutor's going to tie them into knots. They're going to contradict themselves. Jake Lassiter knows the system. Jake Lassiter knows these prosecutors and knows how to steal their lunch. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, well, I, I just would be saying that during your own case there, my friend. You know, that that could get you in a little bit of hot water. Uh, hey, listen, um, is your mouthpiece around? Because, you know, I feel like I've got to at least say something to him. Oh, Good luck to you, Jake. He's, hey, he's, he's you walking know, into the um, visitor's room here right now in. with a okay. piece of paper right. in his hand that has got to be my bail bond. I think I'm going to be out of here within an hour, and I'll be having a drink downtown. Uh Hey, Jake, so you, anytime you want to, you want to, to get him. together for a brewski, let's let's get together and talk over the case. Yeah, you might as well put the shyster on. You know, I, I got to – I mean, he did let me come on an interview. But keep in touch with me, buddy. I'll check back with you in a couple months, okay? And if you need anything, you know you got my support, my friend, okay? Just Good a luck, second. Jake. This is, this is Paul okay. of mine. Hey, Paul, Pam Stack with Authors on the Air. Um, it, it's How good to you? talk to you. I, I'm fine. Yeah, Jake um, Lassiter just speaking on? with you. Because, yeah, he was, uh, but you know, he didn't reveal anything about the case. He said you, you know, told I've him. Told visit, him so. I've told him not to speak to the press. Um, I will have to subpoena your tapes and seek their immediate destruction. Um Jake just doesn't listen. He just doesn't listen. I've been practicing a long time. He is I, I swear he played football too long without a helmet. That that fella, Jake Lasseter, is not all there. And anything he well, said Mr. Levine, I, I hate to tell you, you're you're we're doing a live interview right now. Well, oh, so you have me on tape. So you have me on tape. You're, well, not only are you on tape, you're live. You are well, being broadcast uh, around the world right now. What are you with, the NSA? What is this? This is no, an invasion no, of privacy. I... This is uh, a tort. Yes, a tort. I learned that word in law school. This is a tort, and I don't mean one of those baked goods you get at the French bakery. This is a tort. I think I'm going to not only sue you on my behalf, but on behalf of everyone else, they call that a class action, who you have ever deceived into being interviewed live, recording our words. Uh, and let me say this: I'm I'm a good American. You are recording this, right? I'm a good American. I'm a patriot. Yeah. You got problems with the NSA, do you, buddy? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Levine. Here's the thing: uh, I, I'm trying to help your client. Okay, I, I'm not trying to hurt him. He didn't. He said you told him not to talk about the case, but he he was pretty adamant that you know. The victim was a bloody liar, 
you know, I hate to use those words. And uh, he, he he talked quite a bit about your colleagues, uh, Steve Solomon and Vicki Lord, and, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, you might want to have a conversation with him about them, too. Hey, um, Jake mentioned the transcripts for State versus Lassiter are available now. Uh, can you tell us where to get them again? Because I got to go and get these things and, and you know weave this into this story right now. So where Easiest do we go way to do it, and then yeah. the tr- you'll know the truth. Then you'll know the truth. Right. If you read State right. versus Lassiter, I'd go on to Amazon.com right now, plug in either my name, Paul Levine, or State versus Lassiter. I would download those suckers right now, either as a paperback or an ebook. Then you'll know the okay. truth. Yeah, that's what I would do. And and as far as Pamela Balins goes, the poor, unfortunate, uh, alleged victim of this alleged murder, uh, I'm going to tell you uh, this much. I'm not going to try to blame the victim, notwithstanding the fact that she was uh, deceitful, uh, probably a thief, uh, and uh, was uh, unfaithful to my client, Jake. Other than those things, she was a wonderful person. Um, And... uh, well, not blame what I heard was that was that that you know this had something to do with your broadcast career because I know you were a radio dude and um, it was my understanding you hated your producer and so you really you know I don't know Pamela Balins Pamela Stack I see I see nothing similar there. Uh, all uh, all characters are fictional, and uh, any uh, relationships to uh, real characters are purely coincidental. All right. All right. Well, you know, if that's the way you're going to play it, you know, who am I to say otherwise? Um, okay. That's the way we're playing okay, it, sister. Um, you don't mind if I call you sister, even though you're not a nun. Well, no, I'm not your sibling either, but, you know, yes. if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Um, Mr. Paul Levine, uh, the, the mouthpiece for J- – well, I'm sorry, you don't mind me saying mouthpiece, do you? Because, you know, after all, that's what you are, for Jake Lassiter in uh, State versus Lassiter. Is it true that you've kind of been along with him, like, on 10 cases now? I mean, this goes back kind of 20 years, doesn't it? It goes back years 23 when, years uh, to a case we called To years. Speak for the Dead. To Speak for the Dead was our first case. case. Yeah. I remember that case. That was a, uh, yeah, I remember that. I think that was uh, the case that uh, impressed me the most with Jake. Um, but he's done, you've been involved with him for, well, gosh, let's see, 10 cases over 23 years. Boy, he can't get, uh, no, he can get rid of, no, no, no I, that's not what I meant to say. Um, uh, good for you for sticking by your client all those years. I, I think it's a great thing. Uh, thanks for letting me speak to Jake, uh, kind of even though you didn't. And um, thanks a lot for talking to us here at Authors on the Air. Um, anything else you want anybody to know? Is there some place um, we can go look you up and find out about this Jake do, Jake Lasseter's case? Uh, like, are you on, on social now. media or anything? Go on to my website for starters, which is paul-levine.com, and then all the links to the social media will be there at paul-levine.com. And all I need to know, uh, Ms. Pam Stack, is uh, where do I send my legal bill uh, to get paid for my time in speaking to you today? 
Um, here, let let me um, let me find that web address for you. It's called. Uh, let me find my attorney's name. Um, oh, it's missing. I can't find it. Let 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 me call you back on that, okay? And I'll give you the address. I'll, I'll call you right back. Don't worry about I'm, it. I'm sure yeah, if you, you will, if not, a subpoena time. will be issued for you. Absolutely. And let me give you the address. It's, uh, you know, Northwest 22nd Avenue. Okay? You got that now? We're good. I got that. Uh, Mr. Levine, thanks an awful lot for, for talking to me about State versus Lassiter. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to ask you one more question. Might this be the end of Jake Lassiter? What do you think? Well, you know. All right. Script. All right. All right. Well, thanks again, uh, Paul Levine, talking to me about Jake Lassiter and State versus Lassiter. Uh, that's Florida, in case y'all are wondering. Um, this is Pam Stack with Authors on the Air. I'm going to be leaving the county courthouse, uh, the county jail, right now, and. Um, hopefully before that line guy finds me again. Um, thanks a lot, everyone, and uh, and have a great day. Go and find uh, State versus Lassiter stuff on Amazon, and you know the shyster's got his name on there too. So that's Paul Levine, L E V I N E. You can probably find him on Facebook if I know him. Um, you know, and hang in there because uh, I think tomorrow on the show. We're actually going back to some, you know, important stuff. We're going to be talking to Nate Kenyon in Science Fiction Spotlight. And next week, Authors on the Air is talking to David Wood. The incredible Jay Carson Black is coming up. Maggie Shane, Kat Martin. Um, we've got Brad Parks, Brant Dotson. We've got Robert Blackman. And Science Fiction Spotlight on Fridays has... Um, Nate Kenyon, Phil Duncan, and then the incredible Dr. Ben Bova. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Um, head over there and pick up that, that uh, State versus Lassiter, and have a great day. Thanks so much, and thank you, Mom and Dad. Goodbye, all.